0: Well, hello and welcome to Virtual Team Dynamics, the Allfire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at Allfire. At Allfire, we specialize in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through understanding how your team members communicate and interact. So, this is episode number 45, and today we're going to be talking about about an issue that actually impacts a lot of people in the workforce, and that's imposter syndrome. As with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying article on the Ulfire website, so please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, sign up for our regular newsletter, find out a bit more about how we may be able to help you with your business. So imposter syndrome, it's something that oh it's something that most of us I think will suffer from, if that's the right expression. We'll certainly experience at some point during our working careers. It'll either be something we'll experience personally, it'll be something that we feel we are suffering from ourselves, or it'll be something that we'll observe in a colleague or observe in someone that we're mentoring or we'll observe it in uh, in a client or in a partner or whatever. It's one of those facets of um, modern life probably that uh, that that gets talked about, but isn't really talked about that much in public, and it's not something that uh, that many people recognise until suddenly they'll hear something about it and sort of think, oh, yep, yeah, that's me, or that's him, or that's her, or that's so and so that I work with. So to start off with, um, a quick sort of a definition, if you like, of what imposter syndrome is. Now, Wikipedia refers to imposter syndrome as people who are unable to internalize their accomplishments, which sounds very grand, but in essence it means that, that it's referring to people who may be very, very capable, maybe have very, very good accomplishments in their careers and in their lives, both in their business lives and in their personal lives, but for whatever reason feel that they are not accomplishing everything that they should in life. They always feel like they could do things a little bit better, like they don't know the answers to everything, that uh, they judge themselves against others, and when they judge themselves against others, internally they find themselves to be to be lacking a bit. Um, and it's something that that then leads to people becoming very self-conscious. They start to feel uncomfortable in certain situations. They feel that they're not necessarily smart enough, or they don't know enough about a subject to contribute to discussions. Now that same Wikipedia article actually identifies that that on a gender basis the the majority of people who they believe experience uh, imposter syndrome are females um, many reasons around that but uh, but they feel that there are that there are predominance of women who experience imposter syndrome relative to the numbers of men now some of that may just be down to confidence it could be down to all sorts of different things family pressures societal pressures and so forth but it's one of those things that, sadly, seems to affect more women than affects men. Now, the experiences of imposter syndrome within a within a within a workplace. Um, firstly, I guess at the individual level, if you are experiencing it, you're likely to feel uncomfortable in almost any environment where you are feeling you're going to be judged in terms of what you do, what you say and how you perform against others. And for whatever reason, you will often feel that you are lacking when judged against others. So you'll try and minimise your exposure in these situations. You'll try not to be as visible. You'll be the kind of person who will sit in a meeting and be very quiet. You won't contribute unless... You are directly invited, you'll sit there, often you'll know the answers to questions, you may know the answer, you may have the best answer of everybody in the room, but because you don't feel comfortable in sharing that answer, you'll keep it to yourself, you'll keep it to yourself to the point where everybody just believes that you don't know the answer. And you'll keep it to yourself in such a way that the business itself may then start to suffer, simply because you, having the right answers, are not comfortable enough to share that information with the people who are in the meeting with you. Now, the other side of this, of course, the other thing that doesn't get talked about very much at all, is the opposite side of imposter syndrome. And these are the people who are also imposters in many instances, but who experience it and manifest it in a way where they don't care. They don't care that they don't know, they'll always have an answer, they'll always have something to say on a subject, they'll always appear to be confident, and they'll have an overinflated sense of their own accomplishments. So in many ways, when the definition of imposter syndrome is the inability to internalise one's success, the Definition of the alternate to this would be someone who has an, an inability to recognise their own weaknesses, and they are in they're mentally configured in such a way that they will always be talking about themselves and about their own achievements and about their own accomplishments, even though in many instances these achievements and accomplishments may either be overinflated or may have been achieved and accomplished by somebody else. And this person is simply taking credit where credit is not due. And now these um, braggarts, as we refer to them in the article, or empty vessels, to use a term from my childhood. Um, these people will be the people who will dominate meetings. They'll dominate conversations. And they'll be the ones who, those who experience imposter syndrome, will often look at and think, well, they know the answer. They're confident. They're comfortable. I won't say anything. And this is so bad in so many ways that on the one hand you've got people who may not know the answers quite happily sharing their misunderstandings and making these things out to become the way forward and on the other you've got people who often do know the answers but just don't feel comfortable talking about it. So, how to spot people with imposter syndrome. Um, Essentially you've got to be observant. If you're the person running the meeting and we'll assume here that you are a balanced individual, so you don't have imposter syndrome, nor are you someone who's bragging about your own achievements. So if you're the person running the meeting, it's really incumbent upon you to observe the behaviours of everybody in the room and to look to those people who don't always contribute and invite them to be part of the meeting. Now, sometimes that may mean that you make them feel quite uncomfortable. Um, And in those instances, the the recommendation really would be to have a conversation with them prior to the meeting to get to understand all of your people. And we would stress, I would definitely stress, in fact, that, that you should know all of your people so well that you almost know how they're going to react in a meeting. And you almost know before you ask them whether they'll have an answer, and if they do, how good that answer will be. But you still need to be the person who invites these people to contribute. Now, these people, if you're if you're an, an, a less observant leader or manager, these could be people that you see every day. They, well, they will be people that you see every day. They'll be the people who sit quietly at their desks. They'll often look away when you walk into a room simply because because they don't feel they have the right answers and they don't necessarily feel they have a right to have a conversation with their leader or their manager. Um, these will be the people who will often be a little bit different as well they may They may read different books they may have different interests. they may talk about different things they may not talk to anybody much at all. They may eat their lunches separately, even sometimes sometimes people who have imposter syndrome will also start to exhibit what is commonly known in uh, in a lot of circles as they 'll start to become perceived as introverted where in reality they 're just really uncomfortable and unaware and embarrassed about their own lack of confidence in terms of sharing their knowledge and sharing their experience and sharing their insights with the broader population. So you need to be the person that invites these people to participate in meetings, in one-on-one conversations, in small group meetings to give them work which which you know they can do and, to do, w- and do well and then to recognize that they've done that work well and to recognize that they've done that work well in a public space and in private so that they can then feel that that they're not an imposter after all you start to you start to draw them out of their um their lack of self confidence and to help them to internalize some of their successes and to start to feel and to recognize that they have been successful of course for the imposter syndrome experiencers The challenge is is to to fight to be less um, to be less feeling of the experience that you are unable to share your successes, to start to recognize that you do have those skills and you do have those abilities and that you are confident enough and comfortable enough and experienced enough to actually share those in a public space and in a public forum and to pat yourself on the back and to reward yourself sometimes, sometimes in private, to reward yourself for the achievements that you've made during your working day, during your working life and during your private life. So imposter syndrome, yes, it's something we we are all aware of. It's something we all need to be conscious of and it's something we all need to work to remove from our business landscape. It's something which would cost businesses an awful lot in terms of skills and knowledge and experience. On the one hand, the people who are uncomfortable who are experiencing imposter syndrome and on the other, the the, the over-reliance on people who Maybe should be regarded as impostors, the people who don't know the answers but are quite happy to give you them anyway. So we need to strike a balance. We need to find ways to bring the imposter syndrome people back out into the open and make them comfortable. And we need to find ways where we can quash a little bit some of the braggarts and make them a little bit quieter in these meetings as well. So hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and it's given you a little bit to think about. It's certainly something a little different from, uh, from a virtual teams perspective in as much as we've not really talked at all about virtual teams in here. But um, but if you have enjoyed it and if there's been something in here that's been of interest to you, then please do check out the business. We are at www.olfire.com.au, and of course while you're there, feel free to sign up for the podcast feed to uh, sign up for our newsletter Um, and uh, if you are signing up for the podcast feed and you find yourself on iTunes please do feel free to leave a little bit of feedback on there we we love to get the feedback and the feedback is what helps the podcast get out there and become known so thank you very much and I look forward to speaking to you on the next podcast